We take you now to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you eat meat to eat, Archie? The man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. I, I tried to call you. How come your phone has been so busy? Oh, Mrs. Duffy's been beating you over the head with it. <laughs> well, don't you know that it ain't patriotic to tie up the phone like that? Oh, she limits herself to five minutes. <laughs> huh? Well, I've been very busy here today, Duffy. Yep, got here at the crack of noon. Uh, polished up the bar. Cleaned all the glasses. Uh, shoveled the path through the sawdust. Uh, whitewashed the cream cheese. Uh, shredded some horse meat for the chicken a la king. Yeah, very busy. Erased all the poems in the phone booth. Yes, sir, Duffy, I have become a regular beaver. Well, I feel I got somebody to work for and protect now since I met Dolly Snapple. But you don't know her, Duffy. She's so little and soft and defenseless. She makes me feel like a mother hen. <laughs> yep, don't be surprised if some of these days you have found out that I entered the state of wedlock. It ain't a state, it's a dictatorship. <laughs> Duffy, don't be so bitter. Don't forget that Cupid once shot you with his little arrow, too. Oh, you he stabbed in the back. <laughs> well, irregardless, Duffy, and... Uh, in view of me nuptial plans, I am hereby asking you for a $5 raise. What? Duffy, it sounds like you said okay. You did. Duffy, I'll call you back. I gotta go and paint. Let's see now. I get 15 bucks a week. The final raise will bring it up to 20. Let's see how much that is a year. This, uh, 365 days a year, seven days a week. Seven shoved into 365. <laughs> That's four, two, six. No, guess I'll have to do it by averaging. <laughs> Let's see. X stands for 15 bucks. Uh, divvy it by the dominator. <laughs> Square the hypotenuse. Uh, <laughs> remove the six. Uh, discard the deuce. Cancel out the common equator. That's uh, nine, seven, four. Uh, shove over the zypher. Uh, subtract Labor Day. That's an annual income of $324,000. It's a little high. I wonder where I made me mistake. Let's see. I better figure this again. Uh... Well, what, what you trying to figure there? Oh, Eddie, guess what? Duffy, just give me a raise. I have skyrocketed up to 20 bucks a week. Way up there, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me, do you feel ice forming on your wings? <laughs> Boy, 20 bucks a week. Me and Dolly can live like a couple of queens. And, Eddie, this is only the beginning. Mm -hmm. In time, in time, Eddie, I'm going to own this place. Lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, well, that's good. The lock is rusty and the stock ain't much, but at least you'll have something to wear. <laughs> Yep, and from here on in, I'm really going to devote all my time to business. You see, Eddie, since I met Dolly Snapple, I got a goal in life. When you got a goal, well, then you got a goal. <laughs> now, Miss Archie, you, you still keep him coming with that gal after she, after what she did last week? I mean, running out on you with uh, that Mr. Linkletter? 
Hetty, her going out with Linkletter didn't mean a thing. She only did it because she was mad at me. Why was she mad at you? On account of I asked her not to go out with Linkletter. <laughs> so she went out with the guy, Eddie. So what? Believe me, her heart wasn't in it. Well, I don't know about her heart, but the rest of her sure looked like it was enjoying itself. <laughs> Eddie, don't be so cryptic about human motives. She only went out with the guy because she wants to be nice to my friends. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's, just, that's just like my girlfriend, Sonia Jones, you know? Yeah, yeah she says she want to be nice to my friends. But sometimes I don't seem to have an enemy in the world. <laughs> okay. Don't tell me about that, Sonia. The way she pushes you around, I don't know why you don't break off with her. I can't break off with her. She'd kill me. Well, then why don't you marry her? Same reason. <laughs> well... With me and Dolly, it's different. Good horse. Hello, Finnegan. Uh, did you hear the news? I'm thinking of taking a dive. Do you mean Duppy's going to sell you this place? No. <laughs> Not that kind of a dive, Finnegan. I'm uh, think I'm uh, thinking of marrying Dolly Snapple. Oh, I knew it would happen. Huh. First time I seen you look at her, I said to myself, Clifton, I said, you may as well face it. Someday you're going to lose him. Oh, I thought you and me has always been so close. Now you want to break it up just for a dame. Why? Well, to explain it in military terms, Finnegan, she has the strategic advantage of terrain. <laughs> but it ain't going to make no difference in our friendship, Clifton. Uh-huh. You can come and visit us on weekends. Yeah, I... Take you home to dinner once in a while. Yeah. And when our first little patter of feet is born, we'll name it after... No, that would be tempting fate. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, uh, we'll still be the same old friends. You know, I, I've seen it happen too often. When a guy marries a dame, he develops other interests. Well, why not... Why not fight fire with fire? If I get married to Dolly, what's to prevent you from doing the same? Uh, don't be silly, Arch. What would Dolly do with two husbands? Spinningen, <laughs> I am not suggesting bigotry. <laughs> I am merely suggesting that you get a dame of your own, just like I did. So, Arch, it's easy for you. You've always been around girls, but to me, I'm different. I led a sheltered life. Yeah, your mother was a little straight-laced, wasn't she? Was she? You know, I was 23 years old before she let me read the lady's side of the laundry list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, naturally, now when I meet a dame face-to-face, I'm scared to death. Well, don't forget, they're just as frightened as you are. Oh, you're just saying that to make me feel good. Oh, no, I ain't. Hello, Archie Ken. Well, dream girl, I was just talking about you. Uh, look, Archie, I'm getting out of here. If you want me, uh, just whistle. <laughs> okay, Finnegan. Gee, Dolly, I couldn't wait for you to get here. Oh, I'm sorry, Archie, but I've been up at Macy's all day. They have the cutest salesman up there. And you know me. I have absolutely no sales resistance. Dolly, 
What is it about you? Must you be so congenital with every guy you see? <laughs> I sincerely hope it ain't going to be like this after we're married. <laughs> well, that's a load off me, mind. <laughs> uh, tell me, baby, did you buy anything at Macy's? Uh-huh. What? A few things. What? Some unmentionables. Oh. Me, I like long underwear. <laughs> See, I, I knew what you was talking about. <laughs> you did? You're selling murder, Jack. Right on the beam. Yep, my beam is getting better all the time. <laughs> they stop one in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> what a square. Yep, that's me, kid. <laughs> but to get serious, Dolly, I got some great news. What? I got a raise today, and you know what I'm up to? A cool 20 simoleums a week. Oh, Archie, that's wonderful. When does it start? That's the beauty of it. It's retroactive. Starts next week. <laughs> so, Dolly, now there's nothing standing in our way. As us hubcaps say, uh, we can truck down on that middle aisle, zoot. <laughs> Archie, Mary on $20 a week, why send $15 a week in the beauty parlor? There you are. We still got five bucks left. <laughs> Twenty bucks a week. Yep, we can have everything we want. Our own little moss-covered cottage, our own box at the opera, horse shows, long, lazy summers at Coney Island. <laughs> Life will be a constant song, Dolly. Say, Archie. Yes, Mr. Roy. Don't you think it's about time Roy meets girl? Roy, oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Roy, this is Miss Dolly Snapple, my future fiancé. Well, how do you do, Miss Snapple? Oh, what a beautiful hunk of man. <laughs> Dolly, please, constrain yourself. Where, where have you been hiding all my life, Judikin? This dame is a kleptomaniac. <laughs> Mother told me to be dames like this.
another thing, darling. Yes? Can you imagine the kids we'd have? Huh? Your looks, my brains. What a start in life, huh? And I want the kids to have the advantage of every education, too. What a thrill it'll be to have my own little boy sitting at my old desk in PS4, carving his initials next to mine. It'll kind of justify me for being expelled. <laughs> yep, Dolly, we'll really be living. Hey, Mr. Archer. Oh, yes, what is it, waiter? That uh, customer over there just discovered he ain't got any money and he's already ate half his dinner. Oh, is that so? Well, I'm afraid we'll have to make an example of the guy. Well, what will we do, make him eat the other half? <laughs> I'll handle this. Just bring the bum over here and I'll... Big guy or a little guy? Little guy. Just bring the bum over here and I'll massacre him. <laughs> Where is this moocher anyhow? Over there. Hey, you. You are speaking to me? Yeah, do you make a habit of mooching meals like this? My dear sir, and meals like this one does not live long enough to make a habit of it. <laughs> oh, a wise guy, huh? Eddie, ejaculate the bum. Me? Yeah, you. Well, uh, 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 why not let him off easy? Why not c compel him to wash the dishes? That's an idea. We'll make him wash the dishes. Okay, I'll go get the hammer and chisel. <laughs> you heard that, didn't you, bud? If there's one thing we don't... Look, you might at least have the decency to stop eating while I'm talking to you. Please, my dear man. Have some sympathy for a poor, starving artist. An artist? What do you do? I'm an opera singer. Oh, yeah? What operas did you ever sing in? Oh, the Fledermaus, the Dandrum. Please, watch your language. This lady's here. <laughs> I'm asking you a simple question. What operas did you sing in? I'm telling you. Rigoletto, Tannhauser. Maybe this guy's okay at that. Look, bud. You owe us 35 cents for the supper. How about singing a song for it? What? You want the Metropolitan Opera star to sing a song for a 35-cent supper? Okay, then have it your way. Wait. Uh, maybe we can reach an agreement, huh? A waiter, an order of a pile of mood. Well, first you gotta sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <clears throat> what's your name? I'll announce you. Marek Winheim. Well, what are you gonna sing? La Donna Immobile from Rigoletto. Hmm. Folks... A guy from Rigoletto will now sing an opera. <laughs> and anybody that throws anything at him gets a bust in the nose. I thank you. La donna è mobile, qualche umal vento, muta da cento, e di pensiero. Sempre un amabile, leggiadro viso, in pianto in riso, e menzognero. La donna è mobile, qualche un malavento, muta da vento, e di pensier. E di pensier. Eddie Pensier. <laughs> 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 
Chile con vida, mal salto el cuore, urma y no siente si feliz a pieno, y tu el seno no viva amore. La donna de Montil, cual de un mal evento, muta da cemento, Bravado, Wendy, that was sheer bravado. Uh, congratulations, Mr. Winheim. Thank you. Uh, boy, you got a voice like a title. <laughs> ain't kidding. Uh, look, uh, you ain't never gonna get in the way singing words that nobody understands. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but it was written in Italian. It just couldn't be sung in English. Not even if you cleaned it up? <laughs> Please, will you stop pestering the artist? Hey, Dolly, wasn't he great? out of this world. Mr. Winheim, you really send me. Here we go again. Now, just a second, Dolly. Maybe he sends you, but I'm the guy that does the receiving. Oh, but what a singer. Where have you been singing all my life, cutie I'm going to have to push this James Cutican back. Where have I been singing? Oh, the Metropolitan, La Scala. Oh, gee, that's keen. You don't know what a thrill it is to meet a real groovy opera star like you. How about going over to that corner booth and singing me a quick opera, Cutican? I don't know how about a quick opera, but I guarantee you some fast overtures. (laughs) Oh, when did you display me? Let's go. The unmedicated girl of that guy. (laughs) I ought to throw him right out on his libretto. (laughs) You know something, Mr. Arthur? What? If you hadn't told me otherwise, I'd swear that girl was fickle. Don't be silly, Eddie. The guy's been around. She just wants to hear about his experiences. Hear about them? From that look in his eyes, she's about to become one of them. <laughs> uh, answer that, Eddie. Hello. W7, Metropolitan Opera Branch. <laughs> Who? Oh, just a minute. Miss Duffin. Telephone. Oh, thanks, Betty. Hello? Oh, oh, hello, Vera. I'm glad you called. I got an awful problem. I got a date with two sailors. Well, what I want you to know was, would you come down and wa- wash the ca- cash register? Oh, you got a date. Oh, well, I'll call Weezy Willamette. Okay, Vera, you should see the hot intrigue that's going on down here. Well, did I tell you about the redhead that's got her hooks into Archie? Well, certainly she's trying to get married. Who isn't these days? <laughs> yeah, redhead. One of those suicide redheads. You know, died by your own hand. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, her figure. Well, uh, frankly, she's got the kind of shape that nobody but a fella would think is cute. <laughs> Just a second, Miss Duffy. Oh, I'll call you back, Vera. Hereafter, I will thank you to keep your two cents worth out of Miss Slapple's looks. Well, I didn't say anything behind her back that I wouldn't say about her face. 
you and your Miss Snaffle. She happens to have the kind of looks that come out of a beauty parlor. And you happen to have the kind that should go in. <laughs> I don't always be wrapping the other pasture because it happens to be a little greener. Oh, I chicken. Oh. What is it, Miss Snaffle? Dolly can say a little favor to ask of her great big old chicken. Well, Franklykins, I mean, uh, <laughs> frankly, Dollykins, uh, Archikins is a little peeved. Well, if Dolly's great big man is going to be mad at his little Dolly, her little heart is just going to break into little pieces. Well, I'm sorry, Dolly, but when I see you running after every guy in a joint, I sometimes forget how much you love me. Uh... <laughs> now, what's the favor? Tell me you love me. I love you. I want you to hire Wendy to sing here. Now, just a second. What's with you and this crummy opera singer? Oh, Archie, you know men all look alike to me. Oh. Well, in that case, I guess we can hire him. Now you're cooking, Jackson. I'll go right over and tell my little Wendy Kims he's hired. Mm. I just can't wait to see what happens when this news reaches Duffykins. <laughs> Don't worry, Eddie. I'll think of some way to get rid of the guy. Well, it better be good. I guess I'm a genius. Well, your guess is as good as yours. Yep. 
I figured out how I can get rid of that opera singer and still keep me promised to Dolly. How? Simple. I get Duffy to fire him. You know how Duffy liked opera singers, don't you? In fact, the only time I ever seen him with a gun in his hand was when he heard a guy singing Pagliacci on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, Duffy will marbleize the guy. Archie, I've just heard the good news. I know the job is not too much, uh, the pay is small, the place is a rat trap, but nevertheless, for what you have done for me, I kiss your cheeks. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> yeah, you lucky you didn't get him a job at the Metropolitan. I think this is just too, too sweet of you to hire Windy Kim. And you, mademoiselle, you too deserve a reward. I kiss your hand. Just a second. Archie, please. Being kissed on the hand gives the girl the most romantic feeling. How do you like that? All these years I've been shooting at the wrong target. <laughs> now look, Wendy. There's one thing I forgot to tell you. What's that? Before you sing here, Duffy himself has to audition all singers. Uh, but does Duffy like opera? Eddie, did you hear that? Does Duffy like opera? You might as well ask me, does Finnegan like Joss's poems? Old Diamond Horseshoe Duffy? <laughs> Why, he'd rather go to the opera than spend an evening at home with his own wife. Well, what kind of operas does he like? Uh, what kind of opera? Uh, uh, Russian. Russian. Them sad Russian tones. You know, a dirge or a samovar. <laughs> He wouldn't like an Irish song, hmm? Irish? Oh, Irish forbid. Eddie, did you hear that? Oh, sir, I should shudder to think what would happen if you were to sing an Irish song to old Tavares Duffy. <laughs> I'd better call Duffy and tell him you're going to sing a Russian song, huh? Hmm, I'm beginning to smell a herring. Hello? Hello, Duffy. i got a singer here I want you to listen to. Okay. Just gave you a terrific build-up. Thanks. <laughs> Now, go ahead. A nice Russian song now, Wendy, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, I will now sing an old Russian folk song. It is called Alessandra Fyodorovna Ivanovna Mikhailovna Matushka Makrinskaya, meaning in English, Little Mother. What else? Никому не дополнить лишь только тебе в душевных страданиях и мыслях моих одна ты осталась лишь только одна Чуре безумно люблю серебра Hello? Hello, Duffy? Hello? Hello? 
He must be so berserk he can't talk. Hello, Mrs. Duffy? Where's Duffy? He's what? He's sitting there with tears in his eyes. It's so beautiful. He didn't recognize the brogue, but the voice was pure Irish. <laughs> what? He says to be sure to hire the guy. Hmm. Well, be a philosopher, Mr. Archer. You still got your girl. Hmm. Well, congratulations, Wendy. You're hired. Well, viva la moda Makrinskaya. Come, Dolly. We celebrate. Lower the ladder, Jackson. I'm climbing aboard. Good night, Archie Kims. Hmm. Oh, now, be a philosopher, Mr. Archer. You still got your five dollar raise. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Duffy. Huh? The opera singer's salary? That will have to come out of what? Oh. Be a philosopher, Mr. Archer. You still got your job. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to leave Duffy Tavern for this evening. But let's meet here again at the same time next week. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.